tuning in to the Black Moms. Good evening, everyone. This is your boy Zach. I am here with my boy C. Send my good sis free. Messed up. But we are the Black Minds. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Today we have a special guest, my boy Savage Rider. Yes, sir. What, what up, what up, what up, man? Good, Savage Rider. <laughs> I'm good. Chill, I'm happy that you're here today. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's an honor. Yeah, man. It's an honor having you. So give us a little bio about yourself, man. Where you from? Hey, well, so. I go by the name of Savage Writer. I'm a writer. I'm an artist. I'm a poet from the Bridge City, 973, Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Always represent. I'm a junior. Uh, I transferred from Berkeley College where I got my associates in business administration. Now I'm here mm-hmm. getting my uh, BA in uh, English. That's what's up. Nice. That's what's up. So what made what made you want to um do music, do art? Like what made what get what got you into the arts? Well, really, it started with writing because um, I've been writing since I was a kid. I want to say. Okay. You know, it's this family tale that I started reading that too. And I couldn't even talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, this kid don't even know how to talk. He reading Star Ledger. Nah, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> so what is, all right, quick question. So what is it that's the main thing you like to write, write about? Well, I like to write about my life, um, everything I've been through, stuff that's relevant to today's world. But really, I like to like go more in depth about my emotions and understanding myself as a person mm-hmm. because growing up um i had a rough life man um i know when i was a year old my dad passed away mm-hmm. and um that that was really hard not only for me but also um my mom's too because she grew up trying to you know single parent trying to raise three four kids yeah you know and and uh money was already limited and we, we living in the hood, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, it, it's, it's hard to, to get by, so I, that was Especially also Especially welfare and stuff, man. <laughs> Word, man. Like that, <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you. So, like, in your in your music, well, I'm going to ask you about music, right? So, rap, rap is the genre that you do, correct? Well, yeah, also spoken word, spoken, okay. poetry, and I'm also off, too. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. Do you feel that the rap game that we have now, is is it impacting the youth negatively? or positively in this generation? I feel like it's a mix of both. Cause one good thing about the game now is that it's accessibility. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody could like, you know, listen to a rap song. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so, it's been so rooted into our cultures that like it's, it's accessible anytime, mm-hmm. anywhere. You know, the accessibility we got is amazing. You know, social media, technology, mm-hmm. it keeps developing like it's people that got studios in their houses, like yeah. professional recording studios. Like you won't even gotta go to the record came label. Came a long way. You know what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. but the negative thing is that I feel like we talking about the wrong things. You know, mm-hmm. drugs, guns, violence, sex. I, I mean, yeah, you know, I ain't gonna say artists back in the day talked about that, but that, you know, every artist has something that was different about them. Like when you listen to a Snoop Dogg song, you, you knew that was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so everybody sound the same, is what right. you're saying? Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's the same repetitive nonsense, but you yeah. can't really blame the artist because the people that's behind it, they mm-hmm. the ones responsible for making sure that music gets out. Word. And you know what I'm saying? And that's making them money. And like, you know, the kids, the kids don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Especially if like, you know what I'm saying? You got two parents in the home. Like nowadays, parents don't even watch the kids. They're like, all right, I'll just put, I'll just give them a tablet or mm-hmm. I'll just give them a phone. Like this kid's four or five years old working yeah. an iPhone. Like, got him on. I agree. What you, what you, what do you think, Bree? Do you feel like the rap game is impacting 
the black youth negatively or positively? Um, definitely negatively. I feel like especially <coughs> the stuff that we talk about in the media and things that we glorify and promote, I feel like a lot of things are bad. Mm-hmm. And him saying about the iPad and stuff, we we throw technology in children's face at young age. When I was young, we I know I sound like every regular like older person. <laughs> that was baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I was young. We getting old, y'all. We get we getting no, old. Hey, I'm 21, man. <laughs> no, but seriously, like when I was younger, like my I didn't like I used to have to actually go outside and like I used to ride my bike, like I used to ride mm-hmm. my scooter, I used to play tag right. with mm-hmm. friends. Like mm-hmm. now, I feel like this generation, they're all like social media and computers and YouTube. I just feel like <coughs> it's just too young for them. Their young minds are they're learning things way too young at a young age what about you son uh what i like to say is (laughs) like basically what brie said um when i was growing up uh i used to go outside socialize with my friends and stuff Mm -hmm. um i never had there was there wasn't though that technology wasn't that advanced as it was back then Mm -hmm. than what it is today however um like i said um i don't don't know man (laughs) It's it's like yeah I, I hear you, dog. I, I hear you. No, real talk. I hear you. I hear you. It's it's always gonna be it's always gonna be a generation gap. It's always gonna be pros and cons. But like every the thing, generation. what I realized, what I realized mm-hmm. is like back then, like my mom, she was like a eighties, like she was she was old around, school. Like, she was around like old the eighties, the eighties era for hip hop and stuff. So like when when Tupac and Biggie came, like people was telling me like that was her era. Like no, my mom was telling me like people were saying like the old heads, the old heads before her was saying like that was trash. You oh, really? Me? They thought oh, they thought Pac and Biggie was trash. I can understand. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So word, like word, now word. that my mom's generation is saying now our rappers are trash and yeah. stuff like that. You get it? So it's like a cycle. It's like a right. continued cycle. And then yeah. when we had kids, we're gonna be saying the same thing. <laughs> like they trash. Like nah, I'm back in the like, day, <laughs> U- Uzi, Uzi was a god back in the day. <laughs> Uzi was like, a god. You know, <laughs> ski master. <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> you know? Nah, but moving on. Do you feel uh, for another question for Savage Rider? Do you feel that rap should? Do you feel that rap should stop talking about? Do you feel like rap is degrading our black women too much? Honestly, yeah. I got to agree, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like not just black women, but all women in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch music videos, you know, strippers shaking, you know what I'm saying? They throwing money, mm-hmm. you know, all this, all that. You know, I, I can't say all that here, you know, because you, know, you, you get what I'm talking about. Nah, I understand. You know what I'm nah, saying? And like, and if, like, imagine like somebody that's like, 15, 16 years old, yeah. even younger than that, that. Uh, lo- looking at that, oh, he's slapping. So that's like, that's like setting a bad example of like, like that's they, in their mind, that's like giving them, yo, this is how I should, I'm should i supposed to get Right, 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 right. You yeah. calling women B's and H's, the like, H's, yeah. like, like they gonna think and that's cool. Word. And the T word. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, nah, you, yeah. like, you go in a club, like, you see them, they, they <laughs> doing this to the girl, but, like, you looking at that. It's like, what are you but doing? Do you, like? But, like, Sometimes the girls allow it. Exactly. Do you feel and like Bray? And that, yeah. I feel as though that's a problem too. Like them, like yeah. y'all yeah. girls really, are allowing really, it yeah. too. It's they're allowing mean, it. Both both sides of the sword. You know what I'm saying? The Double girls edge. are allowing it because they're getting paid in the video that's what I'm to yeah. do Word. what they're supposed to do. So therefore, whatever. But the things that they're the things that the artists are saying, they're not getting paid to say those things. Mm. They so, getting told to say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do. But think like. I just think a lot of artists do mm-hmm. use misogyny um, to play a role in a lot of the stuff that they're talking about. But my about. thing is, like, right. why Why do you think that's the case? Because it's the record label, yep. It sells, sells, record label. Yeah. They, don't have, they don't have no ideas. They don't They don't care. But that's, like, affecting our, like, our young black people. Yep. You and America's sex sells. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. Um, moving on to another question. Um, Savage Writer, do you – I also have another question for you. Do you feel that 
in the rap game, do you think it would be boring if we were just to focus on the conscious consciousness and move aside from the money, the cars, the women? Honestly, I, I feel like personally, in my opinion, it wouldn't be because you know what I'm saying. We in such a materialistic society, mm-hmm. like we're start like we're starting to lose touch of who we are at the core. We mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. focused on chasing money. Chasing cars, chasing women. You know, oh, I, I, I got to have my house. My house got to be bigger than his yeah, house. Necessity. Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? It, it's good to like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Focus on like what you want out of life. It's okay to build wealth, but if that's all you about, mm-hmm. once you get all that, what, what you going to do with it? Yeah. Exactly. You going to want more of it. That's your ego. Yeah. Really, pe- a lot of people don't understand what ego actually means. Mm-hmm. Ego is defense mechanism. Right. Like yo, your defense mechanism. 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 I ain't. I ain't. Mechanism. My bad. Mechanism. I, I got you. Right? I hear you. Nah, yeah. but your defense mechanism is gonna kick in. Like, yeah. I want more of that. I want more of that. <coughs> you never gonna be satisfied. Greediness. You know what I'm saying? So, Greediness. You know what I'm saying? Once we drift away from that and we realize, all right, you know what I'm saying? I got traumas. I got to deal with. I got mm. untapped. Um, things that happen in my life, memories that I gotta bring back to the surface, and that's what I try to do yeah. with my my uh, my art, my mm-hmm. writing, my poetry, all that. You know, I, everything I've been through, I want to bring that to the surface, right. so I can help not only heal myself, but you know, heal the world collectively. So, yo, all right, what do you, so so Savage Ryan, this is for you. All right, Zach, like you said, how when we gonna shed light into other communities and stuff? When we're yo Savage Ryan, when do you think they're gonna shed shed light into the LGBT? LGBTQ community Like when are you gonna start talking about some serious topics Besides just about money Fame, alcohol, drugs and all that I feel like Now we, we leaning more toward that You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Now that it's a new decade, mm-hmm. it's a new age We we beginning to lean more toward that You understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. Because th- it's becoming commonplace Like it's more and more people that's coming out Speaking about their sexuality Exactly, we, we now living in an open minded society I, I see. I I do locally see more black uh, LGBTQ rappers coming out. Right. I Nas do see X. more of it. Is more you know yeah, little Nas right. X. I right. still see more of it coming out. Um, but I also I want to ask all three of you, what are your thoughts on white rappers? I mean, personally, you know what I'm saying. <coughs> I don't got a problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody could share their stories. Yeah. You know, yeah, we created hip hop, but you know what I'm saying now. You know do you so feel it, like sometimes? Do you feel like sometimes white rappers try to overstep their boundaries and try to yeah, really yeah, be yeah, like it, it saying certain yeah, slurs? Like, like, like on some, no, not even that. Like just really be trying to be black out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. could get to that point. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It can. So like, so is they should be mindful of what they're actually saying and how they're saying and like and how you grew up <laughs> because you know what I'm saying. Talk about oh yeah, I'm from the hood. I got a, I got a gun in my pocket. All this, that, the and the third. But like. It's like you growing up in the suburbs, and when you actually dealing with something like that, when you in the hood for real, like People for example, for example, six nine, right? I know y'all heard you that gonna story. Get man. You gonna get pressed? You gonna get pressed? Exactly. He was talking about he gangster, yeah. he gangster, he gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he stand up on the on the stand singing like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once you actually like you in that life, and then you faced with these consequences, you know what I'm saying? You gonna it's gonna hit you like yo, mm-hmm. it's ain't a joke. Like that's the problem now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They sell it as an image. Now, do you like? I don't like to gang on people on the show, but like I have to What's on up? this part. Eminem, you know, he wins like all these awards every time he like drops an album. Do you feel like it's white privilege or is he? Is it really his skill? 
No, um, I think I don't think it's white privilege because in in order to even be accepted in the black community <coughs> as a white rapper, you have to be somewhat decent. So if he's getting awards, it's obvious. I feel like it's well earned. Okay. Because I feel like it's not easy to accomplish in in that type of industry unless you're black. Because you know it is a black dominant industry. But I do think that all races can participate in any we have black people doing pop we have black people doing country music now mm-hmm. you know True. what i mean so <laughs> but not nah, black that. people created country music yeah exactly <laughs> we, we we invented that it worked yeah we invented that rock and roll that was mm-hmm. us bluegrass all that jazz <laughs> all that yeah, that was yeah us. i feel as though from yeah i feel as though he he earned it mm-hmm. and the reason why because look at the past the past hip-hop well quote-unquote hip-hop artists before that mc hammer you know what i'm saying MC um, Hammer. Can't tell well, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had hits outside of, he Mark, hits outside listen, of that. Listen, Mark Wahlberg. All of them. What? All of them. Then that, you want to take them as serious. I know we ain't talking about the actor. Vanilla Ice. Yes, Vanilla Ice, too. Dun, dun, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. <laughs> he, 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 he attempted rap and then it went bad. And they, they bashed. They y'all, bashed y'all, 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 y'all. I'm so serious, bro. Look it up. Look it up, look it up bro. Shug Knight. Shug Knight hung him off the balcony. <laughs> For his royalty money. <laughs> I heard about that story. But once, I heard about listen, that. that but, once, but once Eminem came out, he was something different. Nobody really heard him him like talk about I, I, like, I personally. Like, I don't know. I like Eminem. I just see it as a white person that can rap. I think people like overstretch it. Like he's the greatest of all time. Right? I gotta say, man. I don't know. I don't like that. People people overstretch it. Like, oh, he's like I don't the like god. The like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's a white yeah. rapper that can exactly. rap. Like you know that's what that's what it is. Like, yeah, I, I gotta say personally, you know, Eminem did earn, you know, his title because he. Do I don't have like his skills. fans. I like him, but yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, 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 his fan base. His fan base is wild. I know, man. He's the god. He's the rapper. There's really no rap god. There's no god of rap. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is different. Everybody has something to contribute. You. There mm-hmm. is no God around. And now that we live <laughs> in, in today's society or today's generation, we live in a day and age in which you have NBA Youngboy and there's always debate. And it's just like, who's the greatest of all time? NBA Youngboy or A Boogie with a hoodie? Like, let them let their career like like flow and stuff. Let their career get going and stuff. Don't just debate who's who's better and stuff, you know? Like right. Right. Honestly, really the two greatest rappers of this time is like up for the only ones up for debate is NBA Youngboy and A Boogie. Are you seriously? And it's crazy because we're in a generation with Hendrick and J Cole. Yeah. We're, we're in a generation with, with the Lamars, the J Coles. We're in a generation with Joey Badass. Like we're in, right. we're Drake. in that generation. Like Drake, Drake I, I, put, I even yeah. put Drake before that. Oh, yeah. And I don't even consider him a rapper. Sometimes Drizzy Drake. I don't Drake, 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 I'm Drake, sorry, Drake. Bro. If there's one rapper who's probably like the one of the best, like in our in our decade, it mm. would be Drake. Like, I heard yeah. his mistakes before he blew up. Mistakes was nice. Thank me later, Sorry. 2010. His, his mistakes was nice. Straight fire. Take yeah. care was his peak, bro. I tell you <laughs> that that nah. album, like <laughs> Marvin's Room. Oh no, that was part two. That, that was take care. That was all take care. Take care was my joint. They got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, moving on to the next question. Do you feel that? the white people are ruining our culture or do you think that they're like fitting in well with the culture well, with, with the rap with, well let me change the words with the rap game oh uh, it's a mix of both really okay because rap has been so commercialized mm-hmm. they they diluted it to such a sense that we forgot the true meaning of why hip hop was actually created mm-hmm. cuz hip hop was actually created around five elements it was knowledge beatboxing i think graffiti mm-hmm. Um, dancing, it, yeah, dancing, dancing rhythm, and, rhythm, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, and right. DJing, mm-hmm. and, and a DJ is actually a master of ceremonies, or MCing, I think it is. It's either DJing or MCing, 
one of, one of the two, but like it was created around those five elements and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Hip hop was like something like, you know, kids like us, we, we did in our basement at the school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'd have parties, you know, we had fun. And but now like I think after like the mid eighties going into the nineties, you know, you had Run DMC, Gangster. you had um NWA, all this yeah. other stuff. Yep. It became more commercialized. And I feel like that's where like we lost the touch. And not only that, it got more it got more negative. <laughs> exactly. Because we forgot about all the positive things that hip hop brought to our community and stuff. We forgot how like embracing it, like you know what I'm saying, like influential it was to some not only just this genre. But many other genres of music, right, right, you know. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah. It's like we just did it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what sells. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I shot this guy. I stole this car. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I slept been, with this girl. Exactly. That's yeah. what sells. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like they capitalize off that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now we're in a day and age. We're talking about like Xanax, Percocets. Real. You know what I'm saying? Drug, yeah, a lot of drugs. Like we grew up on. Of, like, yeah, too. we grew up on hustling music. They taught you how to hustle. Mm-hmm. Nah, right, they they just it. teaching you how to use it. Yeah, they teach you how to kill. They teach you <laughs> how to commit suicide. All this yeah, other crazy Biggie, stuff. Big, like. Biggie did the ten crack commandments. Everybody's breaking them rules that he broke down. For real, <laughs> like you get high off their own supply. Like on supplies. <laughs> like what's good with you? Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but I'm gonna move on to like this. Is the last question I got for you. Um, you're a student here at Kane, right? Um, this is a question like a little bit outside of music, a little bit. All right. As a black man, right, with with dreads. Um, have you been yet pro, uh, racially profiled here on campus? I mean, thankfully, no, I have not. Okay. I haven't had that experience. Okay. Thankfully, but um, yeah, it, it's it is a common reality. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They look at us, they think we criminals. You know, we rapists, we murderers because oh, because because of the media. You know what oh, I'm saying? It's not it's not our fault. You know what it's I'm all saying? Just they, they they watching TV. You know what I'm saying? They listen to the music. They think all oh, oh all black people like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. not the case, man. You know what I'm saying? We you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's genuine kids out here that's just trying to you know mm-hmm. grind and you know get their lives together. Yeah, and that's why we here. You feel right, me? So quick question, bro. All right, so I was like you know skimming through your page, Instagram page, and um, I saw a little quote <laughs> that you put. that says, "The last shall be first. Can you elaborate or explain to us what that means in your own words? That's interesting, yeah. Well, um, if y'all not familiar, that's actually from the Bible. Personally, myself, I'm, I'm not religious personally, but, you know, it is some some stuff in there that, that make you think. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I think it's this passage in there, you know, so the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Really what that means is that, you know what I'm saying, like, if you living righteously, you know, um, you doing things you supposed to do, you you giving up your life, you know, for the divine, you focusing on what truly matters, bettering humanity, then there's a special place for you. There are going to be special opportunities that are going to manifest. Yeah, you may not get what you want right away when you want it, but it's going to come. Compared to people that, you know what I'm saying, that got everything you could ask for. But in the process, you know what I'm saying, they're causing suffering. People, you know, they're killing people. They're making mm-hmm. people suffer. You understand? Like, they being deceitful, lying, honest. Like, they go to bed at night. It's stuff they did they can't live with. And they know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the richest, you know, have all the cars to close at what cost? To lose your soul in the process, and really that's what I take. And also, additionally, because um, growing up, um, mm-hmm. I felt like I was like the black sheep. Mm. I, like, a lot of people really, you know, looked down upon me. They overlooked me, you know what I'm saying? They didn't want to, you know, give me no opportunities. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, man, you trying to do this? You trying to do X, Y, and Z? 
man, you ain't got no talent. You, you better off getting a real job. And not only <laughs> you that, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, what I hate about us black folks, we talk down upon each other. I know. We it, talk down upon each other. Sucks. Instead of uplifting each other. Right, and right, it's just, right. And it, 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 like you said, what you just said about how you wanted to be an inspiring upcoming poet and stuff. Right. If someone was to like to say some like deep, deep, dark words right. to you, then how would you would have probably been like, oh man, you would have not not had no like like you know high self esteem, no self confidence in yourself. Right. You would have most likely been like, right. you know what, I'm believing. And I've been like that at, at a couple points. You know what I'm saying? Like people tell me, oh, you suck. You need to stop. You know, I, I really, I really felt that. I'm like, yo, man, are they all what they saying is true? But at the same time, it wasn't until I hit that point I realized. I, I got to do this for me because here's the problem. What's I was up? I was doing it for them. Mm. You know, understand what I'm saying? I was trying to impress them. But you know what I'm saying? At the same time, while I was doing all that, I was failing to impress myself. I forgot my why. I forgot why I was doing it. You forgot it. your purpose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Got you. You, know, you forgot your just, purpose. Just all so right. I could get likes, comments, followers. You know what I'm saying? So I could get acceptance. And because of that, like, I was having this constant battle. Like, do I be who I truly am or, you know, get shunned? Get rejected, or do I be who they want me to be and continue to be miserable? So what you think I choose? And because of that, you know what I'm saying? You right here, man. Right. <laughs> Black minds, baby. Word. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, as being not only I've been not only being racial profiled on campus, but have you experienced anything off of campus, like maybe in a public place? Or any type of scenarios. I know, like in school, you know, they used to say dumb dad jokes. Hmm? I used to get that, like dad jokes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what would they say? Ah, you ain't got a father. All this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because, because I went to like a school. Well, my high school I went to. It was very diverse, but primarily it was Hispanic, Latino. Okay. A few black kids. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got the fried chicken jokes, KFC, watermelon. I'm like, really. Why? My <laughs> thing is, my thing is, it's, I mean, it's it's not a question. It's just my personal like thought or my personal questions. Why do people assume? I don't know. Like, why do people give an image? Like, let's say, for instance, I was I never met you before. I just say like, all right, he he a gangbanger, he a criminal. That because because it's so you know, sub rooted not only to the media but also our culture in this country that that's mm-hmm. the easy thing to do. Right. Like, it's easy to to hate somebody. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be mean to this person. Instead of sitting there, going up to them, say, "Hello, sir. How are you doing today?" And when you say that to somebody, it's like, "Whoa!" Exactly. Like, that's I'm like, like you know they don't know how to really react because they never experienced. They never experienced somebody doing something positive to them. You know, right? Right? Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like that is definitely an issue. Yeah, that's the easy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, even working in the workplace. I mean, I, I haven't been in corporate America, but I've been in different organizations where, like, we've done workshops, and I've sat in these, these glass, big glass buildings, you know what I'm saying? And in Newark, like, you know what I'm saying? Got these big glass buildings, all these CEOs work, but at the same time, it's like, you walk downtown Newark, it's, it's homeless people outside. Yep. You know, strutting around, you know what I'm saying? And, like, for me to have that experience, like, I, it's, it's such a whole different world. Like to sit at the table, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, the the further you move up the ladder, the less diverse you get. But at the same time, somebody gotta climb that ladder so there can be more representation. And really, that's why we gotta get into these places 
for representation. Because if they if they see, all right, you know what I'm saying, somebody that look like me, he got that job at that company, I could get that too. Inspiration. Yeah. Right. But you know here's the problem. We like we so we've been so mind controlled, we don't see it that way. And not only that, we've been so used to like being like on welfare check. Right. We're so used to being on unemployment. We're yeah. so used to it. We don't know how to really uplift or motivate to like Go into right. higher positions right. stuff. That's why you got all these rappers, right? They can't even go back to their city because they'll get killed. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? They like, yo, man, they come back. They think, all right, they, I'm going to come back to my hood. You know, I want to show them the game. I want to give it back to community right. stuff. But like to them, you, you a target. Like, oh, man, he got money now. Like, you he fake. he, he like, famous. Like, he jealous. Like, I'm jealous. Like, who, like, who, 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 like, 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 who we yeah. think he is? Like, uh-huh. they, we, like, we've been so programmed to think like that. You know what I'm saying? And. No, like it's it's crazy, man. Like you can't even go back to your hood. Nope. <laughs> when you get famous, you can't even like you can't even think like, all right, I want to go see my grand, I want to see my moms and stuff. Like that. I can't even go, I can't even go without worrying about all right, like, all right, who's gonna be pulling up behind me once I like get out of the car? Like, who's gonna have my? Who's gonna be a target on right. me? Right, you you the lick now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I think I feel like black people have been brainwashed to believe that all white people are racist so we can all turn against each other and i feel like we need to we need to stop normalizing race not having a stigma or any the feeling that whatever feel feeling that or resentment we hold towards anger hold towards white people i feel like that we need to repress it because i feel like in essence it is really holding us back because not all white people are out to harm us in fact some of us are actually just want to help and we and white people know a lot more than black people do there's a reason why they are in higher jobs than us there's a reason why that they're in better positions than we are it's not because they're just born white and they know everything no they they have a certain way of doing things that we don't. So right. instead of having an issue with them, we need to learn from them. And not only that, we we tend to like hate against each other. We tend to fight against each other. We tend to kill each other. Right. Instead of coming together, uplifting as a whole community, as one, and you know, making it happen. Word. It's not it's not like out of the picture. It's not impossible. Not impossible. It's possible, right? Because our strength, our strength lies in numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> like if we could just come together, be like, all right, man, you may have your differences, I may have my differences. We all have something exactly. in common. There's some one similarity Word. we have in common. Word. We all brothers, even <clears throat> if we come from another mother or father, whatever, man. We we still united. You know, we. You feel me? All right. Well, don't go away. We'll be back after a few songs. Um, stay tuned. Hello, welcome back to the Black Minds. Zach cannot continue with us because he's not feeling well, so I will continue as the host for today. Mm-hmm. So I just want to start off with the typical tea with Bree. Um, basically, I just want to speak about um, how Bad Baby and Sky Jackson had this beef with each other. Basically, over Instagram, they have been arguing. I had just found out this morning that the argument was over um, NBA Youngboy because Sky Jackson had made a... <laughs> A post on her Finsta account about how she thought NBA Youngboy was cute and then Bad Baby felt the need to respond and she was like how she used to go out with NBA Youngboy and now she feels that Sky Jackson just goes after every guy that she used to talk to so what do you guys think my thing is that's your ex why do you why do you care about like anything that your ex does 
And mind you, like, Sky Jackson's young. She just put a restraining order against Bad Baby. So now Bad Baby cannot get within 100 hey, feet of her. How young are these girls? Huh? How young are these girls? They're like 17. 16, 17. 16, 17. Almost our age. Man, y'all better go to high school, bro. Graduate. <laughs> 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 get like, get I mean, your high school diploma. Like, what's yeah. <laughs> restraining order, man? Sky mm-hmm. Jackson is taking this very well. Like, she's been very, like, unbothered. Like, mm-hmm. um, Bad Baby has been posting stuff on her live, like, about her, saying that she's going to kill her, like, with her fist, that she was going to strangle just, her, oh, mercy, and all man. this stuff. And Sky Jackson posted that she's booked and busy, and that she has a lot of other things to do besides like, worry about. Like, she just said how she has, like, a, a lot of things that she has to do, like, in terms of her career. I don't remember the specifics, but she was, like, how she has, like, an interview. Like, she has stuff going on. She's not worried about bad baby at this, all. This just shows how just, just how messed up this, or messed up that generation, you know, bad baby and Sky Jackson. Right. Are it just shows how immature they are and just how different the past, the previous generations are, you know. Right, really, really dis like back to what we was talking about earlier. Like that, that explains everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you got kids that's not even legal yet. You know, button right. heads over over some guy that that could get any kind of girl he want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like who's twenty years old. <laughs> exactly, right, twenty man. years. Old. <laughs> <laughs> and people, like you said, and people, like you said, Bree, like how you said how um NBA Young Boy used to date Bad Baby. How old was NBA Young Boy? He was like um, seventeen, no, eighteen, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember this ever going on. She claims that they like, used to does, date. Man, I don't sound. I don't sound. I thought that sounds. Um, Last of my checks, know, he has a little issue down there, so I don't. He shouldn't really be dealing with right. nobody, <laughs> for that matter, if he has that issue. And not. <laughs> and not only that, and not only that, it just shows, like, there's, oh my goodness, it's just, oh my goodness, <laughs> a little technical difficulties, but um, what else Gary say was um, how there's always there's always gonna be pros and cons to everything. Like the pros is you know we're in a generation where it's very technical stuff, but. And the, the cons is just how social media is just, it's just it could be a bad thing. It'd be a bad mm-hmm. influence to people as well, yep. especially to younger generations as well, because mm-hmm. now they're using this as a weapon. Right. And not only that, it could it could lead to a possible cycle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, people really out here, they get killed over this stuff. Mm-hmm. All because of, like, what somebody said on a story or a post. Like, man, this know. is crazy, man. Instead of, like, just What's saying it. And not only, yeah, and not only that, but. You saying it through social media. You can't even say it to their face. Right. Like You can't say it right. to their face. And you see that person. Now, how does that sound? How does that sound? Word. Like, you see that person. You got fish eyes. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, that's just, you just being, it's just, you just a punk. That's a punk. Word. So, what do you th- guys think of fetishes in the black community? Like, do you feel like that there are a lot of fetishes? Oh, yes. Um, not only between us, but other people, other races fetishizing us, us fetishizing other races. Have you faced any experiences? Oh, yeah. A lot, man. Like what? <laughs> you know, the whole thing about black guys having the biggest... <laughs> <laughs> that one. Once you go black, you never go back. Or you're going to need a wheelchair. 
<laughs> hey, they say that. You know? hey. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Being a black woman, um, I feel like you get a lot of attention from non black males uh, very often, especially when you come on more of the feminine side. I feel like you attract a lot of non-black men. Like, Why is that? Um, I don't know. I have kind of noticed that a lot of black men are more so attracted to masculine females. Um, believe it or not. Hey, I know I am. <laughs> listen, I was <laughs> listen, I was discriminate. So hey. No, I mean I just I, I like all flavors. Just, it is, all right, it, all right. I want to say something, and it's not only just us black men. Not um, having fetish or fetishizing other minorities. Mm-hmm. It's always it's also the women too, like you said, like right. women like you know dating other like minorities as well. It's not right. just mm-hmm. only just us males. It's, it's the right. females too. Um, being a being a black male, do you feel that these expectations um, kind of make you feel vulnerable in a sense? Yeah, it, it do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, because when you young, black, successful, you got talent. People don't see you all as, you know, he cool, he down to earth. Oh, he got money. Oh, he got a status. He got power. He like he has something that he can give to me. Mm-hmm. And that's primarily the reason why we attract so many people, because of our possessions. Mm-hmm. And then once once you start supplying that, you know, Where like, you, at? you go from one, you one at? thing to the next, you know what I'm saying? It's like a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you jump from one blade of the grass to the next. And, like, it's, it's such a continuous cycle. Not even with really just, you know... There's black men and other races, but e- it'd be even like, you know. Other minorities. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a recurrent cycle. It happens with everybody. You understand me? So. And know. I don't get that, like, why people, or I can't say, I can't say the words, but why girls go, like, tend to go for, like, the rich and famous, like, guys right. and stuff like that. Basketball they, players. Yep, you know basketball players, football <laughs> players. But I've <laughs> noticed, um, I know that fetishing does not equate to respect. Mm-hmm. Like you can fetishize something, but that doesn't mean that you necessarily respect, respect it. Right, no. right. And like uh-huh. in terms of like, there are these white girls who are obsessed with black men. They're like, oh, you know, we could have mixed <laughs> babies and da da da. We could have basketball <laughs> players. I've Real. seen a lot of curly hair. I've seen a lot of white women have mixed kids, and they're like kind of in distraught like they're they didn't know that this was going to be this complicated they didn't because you know at the end of the day you have a black child you don't have a mixed child no mm-hmm. you have a mixed child yes but in the world when people see your child they see a black kid yep, they see black skin they see a black Melanin. child <laughs> they do you know what i'm saying so, yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. so i feel like um i feel like when certain white women get mixed children they're kind of like scared in a sense because they're not used to how people react because i'm sure people ask them obnoxious questions mm-hmm. like oh like what's what's your what race is your uh, child oh. <laughs> not even how, like, how's the father is, is he in is he in charles is he yeah is he in the charles <laughs> or they're like oh what do you do with this hair uh, are how you, do you on, manage their hair are you on child support mm-hmm. are you on welfare are you on unemployment <laughs> does he are, play basketball <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gonna be a basketball player one day. Oh, he gonna be a star. He gonna be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have any tattoos? <laughs> okay, I would like to get into my topic or something I want to talk about, and it's it's about finding or 
what I like to say is like nationality. Now, for me personally, I never knew where I really actually or officially came from mm-hmm. because all right, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. So basically, I'm gonna say like last semester, right? I came, I was out of this, I came out of this college party stuff, right? So this this random guy I was talking to, like I was talking to in the party and stuff. He was like, "Oh, like you know what I'm saying? What's your name? We getting to know each other and stuff like that, you know, the whoopie boop whoop for nine yards and stuff." What? I know, I know, I know, I know. Hear me out, hear me out. And he, no, 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 no. All serious, no. All serious is though. He asked me, "What's my nationality?" And I was like, "African American." He laughed at me. He was like, <laughs> and I was like. What's so funny? It's like, where you from, bro? I'm like, I'm African American. I'm like, I don't know. It's like, bro, you gotta do your research. And I feel as though, and I feel as though, like, being black. No, seriously, all seriousness though, being black, the society we live in, the United States of America is a melting pot. It's a melting pot, and we started us black folks are starting to forget where we came from. And I feel as though I want to know what what's your opinions on that. Right. I, I got to agree, man. You know, it all started when, like, you know, slavery. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to delve a little deep into that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because, like, before slavery, there were people already here. You know, we, we, we could argue that. But at the same time, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go into this country, you know, you, you take, rip people away from their culture, everything they know, and then you force them to adopt a different identity. Like, I, I was watching, like, this this, this trailer with Roots on the History Channel, mm-hmm. like the part where he, he, he tied Kuta Kente to the um to the pole, and then he had the whip, and he started whipping him. He's like, your name is Toby, your name is Toby. You know, and basically trying to make him forget his African identity. He's like, what's your name, boy? He kept saying Kuta Kente, and every time he said that, he got whipped harder and harder and harder. And you not only saying? that, and not only that, it's like, I, I wish, I wish I could like, I could know my nationality, where I really actually, the roots of my family came from, mm-hmm. where I came from. Murder. Well, not where I came from. I know I was born and raised in the United States of America, but my actual, like, na- ethnicity, my nationality, where Murder. actually am I? Because I feel as though, now looking back at it, ever since that, ever since he talked to me about it, ever since he talked to me about it, it's, it's it kind of like, it kind of was weighing me down every day, every day. Because it's like, dang, like, who, who really am I? My name is Sincere Washington, but... What's my ethnicity? What's my true ethnicity? Right. I know I'm African American. I know I'm African American. I know I'm African from the United States. But what 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 where, where I actually come from? Come on now. Right, man. Yep. Well, I think we're gonna wrap things up for tonight. Thank you so. <laughs> thank you very much, Savage Rap, Savage Writer. Yeah, writer. Is there anything you would like to say? Like, oh, speaking of, you didn't even want to give a little poem or a little, you know, beatbox. Uh, I do a little song. Yeah, a little something, a little something. All right, let's see what people on log out of here. Y'all want to hear me do something? <laughs> Any comments? Oh, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> All
just another black man in America trying to find his way into the world, using his talents to uplift the entire society, you see. I got long hair. I got, I got, I got chocolate melanin. I said I got a talent and I'm trying to cultivate it. People ain't want to believe in me back in my day, but look where I'm at now. I'm up in here on the fifth, no, the fourth floor. <laughs> Damn, I said fifth floor. Ain't even no fifth floor. The highest floor. <laughs> you on the I'm highest floor. Yeah, I'm on the highest floor of the cast building at Kane University, chopping it up with the black minds at WKNJ Radio, you see. 90.3. You already know what it is. All right, I'm going to give a little excerpt from this uh, poem that I did mm-hmm. actually last night. A, a little lesser by about a couple lines. All right. <clears throat> I am a man. I am a god. I am a king. I ain't your pawn. I ain't your slave. And I ain't your N-word. So quit calling me that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I heard it was black history. <coughs> Isn't this February? where we celebrate the significance of the African race, glorifying each of their achievements. But if you ask me, I celebrate my melanin every day of the year. It ain't no occasion. First black president, Barack Obama. First black female federal judge, Constance Baker Motley. First black patent holder, Thomas L. Jennings. First black role scholar, Elaine Locke. First black major league baseball player, Jackie Robinson, plot twist. It was actually Moses Fleetwood Walker. I have a story of my own to create which doesn't involve the authoring of a book screaming ethnically angry. Despite our contributions as a race, there is still disparity. The social caste designed to keep down blacks still intact started with cop picking and whiplashing, which then morphed into Jim Crow laws and Southern draws saying, you're trespassing on private property, son. Present day, mass incarceration by the millions since that's extra revenue for Black Rock's pockets. This would sound familiar. Neither slavery nor servitude, except as a punishment for a crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any other place subject to that jurisdiction. I forgot about the Illuminati, but that's a talk for another time, though, you know. It's funny how we are given the shortest month of the year like we've been given the shortest end of the stick since 1886. This poem isn't Vince. Age of information got us closer to our heritage. I'm seeing an uptick in afros and fist pumps. Whatever's been hitting in the dark will rise if it hasn't by now. Good morning, America. Social media then give artists like me a chance to display their God-given talent, though I caught it more than that, to be honest. Once my next piece is published, I'll forego all the contracts from Shyman and Schuster, Penguin Random House, or any other giant publisher that loves to screw off this over. Instead of playing in the... Instead of playing in the knuckleheads for lease, how about we put our money together to fund our own sports league? Instead of signing 360 backhanded recording contracts, how about we stay on the indie scene and form our own musical conglomerate? That way you'll own all the rights to your masters. (laughs) Ha, get it, masters. Instead of allowing other races to build and own businesses in our communities, how about we bring in our own revenue by repurchasing the block? Instead of squatting and selling dope out of an abandoned building, how about we fix them up and create homes for the homeless? All this is possible, but no one is hearing me, so that's all I got. Deep. That deep, was good, bro. Deep. Yeah, that was I, good. I had to leave some words out, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? No yeah, cool yeah, radio, yeah. but That was good, bro. Um, I also want to apologize to the people listening out there. I, I, I don't feel well today, y'all. I'm sorry. 
I'm gonna get better. Next week I'll be back. <laughs> get better. But um, <laughs> I'm your boy. I'm your boy Zach. I'm here with Bree. My boy Sin, Savage Rider. I want to thank you for coming through, man. Thank you, man. Is there anybody you want to shout out? Anybody you want to give a special shout out to? Like social media? Yeah. Savage yeah. Rider, you want to shout anybody out? Well, shout out to my city, North New Jersey. Yeah. 973, you know what I'm saying? That's, yes, why we're, that's why I rep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kane University. Shout out to y'all too, man, for having me here. Nah, Have this man, wonderful conversation. All, all love, you know man. what I'm saying? Word. Once again, I'm know. sorry about that, man. I was, uh, Nah, it's cool, man. <laughs> Gotta cool, take care fine, of yourself. Man. Yeah, bro. But man, shout out, shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out there, that's out there trying to grind, survive. If you an artist out there, you got a talent. You trying to do something with your life, man. Keep doing it. Forget what people saying. You know what I'm saying? Forget Motivation. the obstacles. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Cause trust me, it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. You know Hard what I'm work saying? pays off. Yes, you know sir. Yes, keep, sir. Keep, keep God first and know your why. Know your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yep. You understand? Don't ever sell out. I don't care how much they give you. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Never sell your soul. Word. Nope. Give Never you a big. Like, I'll give you a billion dollars. All you got to do is yeah. sign this Don't sign your life away, man. Don't sign your life away. Don't sign your life away. It's a setup. Yeah. That billion dollars is a loan. A loan <laughs> for your life. Well, yeah. I got you. But, guys, this is the last weekend of Black History Month, sadly. Damn. So next <laughs> month, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But every don't forget, guys, every month is a Black History Month. No, not every oh. month, every day, every day, every, day. every, every day. hour, every, every second, hour, every, every second, minute, we every nanosecond. We stay black. We stay black every year, yes, all sir. year. Mm-hmm. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> but How next month we have a Women's Month special. Bree, she'll be at the head of the table, holding it down for us. Yes, sir. She'll be holding it down. We will have all all of our special guests will be women. Mm-hmm. And they'll give us our input on the black communities, etc. You don't want to miss it next month. I'm your boy Zach. It's Bree. I'm Sin. Savage Rider. We are the Black Minds. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore Black Minds. And that way, next week, you won't miss us. We out. Love y'all. <laughs>